Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. We are in Nationwide Arena, Columbus, Ohio. The San Jose Sharks and the Columbus Blue Jackets for the very first time this season and the start of a five-game road trip that includes two sets of back-to-back games, including tonight in Columbus and tomorrow in Boston. I was looking at the schedule, Drew, and I noticed the Boston Bruins aren't playing tonight. Are you surprised? <laughs> uh, no. This is, this is going to be a tough road trip. And you start off with back-to-back Columbus, then Boston. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but Boston's pretty good. So it'll be really important to try to get off to a good start today on this, this one. This is a winnable game. Uh, this has been a tough season so far for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, They've had injuries. They've been racked with injuries. Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. Two, two good, terrific, big players for them. Um, and their stars that they signed is in Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Laine. Um, they haven't played well this year. They've not been putting the well, I shouldn't say they haven't played well. They've not been productive this year. Well, Johnny Gaudreau had 115 points last year. Right. And he's on pace for like 77, yeah. something like that. So... You know, you can't be totally surprised at that. He had a slightly better cast to play with in Calgary and also a healthier cast. I mean, you remember that, too. The fact is that you mentioned it. Everybody, it seems, has gotten one injury or another on this team, and they've got six guys on the IR. Six. I know, and look at the names on the IR. I mean, you look at the guys that are on the IR, but their biggest one being Warinsky. Warinsky, you know, he's the guy who drives the bus for them. And Jake Voracek's another guy. He's a veteran player. He's definitely in the back nine of his career. However, I think he's a really effective guy, and he's somebody that they miss. Justin Danforth, Jake Bean, there are a couple of other guys on the IR. They're both pretty good hockey players. Very good hockey players, yeah. So, And they've been out for a long time, and so it's been a struggle here. So this is a situation that we saw last year with San Jose, and a little bit this year, not as much, but where you've, you're inserting young players into your organization that aren't ready for that role yet. So you're going to have consistency problems. You're going to have um, uh, finishing problems. You're going to have problems where... Um, your guys just are getting against other against other teams with bona fide NHLers. They're just getting overwhelmed. Brad Larson's the head coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets, doing what he can. You do what you can, when you, and you know they're good coaches in this league working with them. But it's going to be try to get through this year and try to you know grow from it. That's the biggest thing. It's hard to do. He pointed out this morning. Brad, that he coached with Jared Bedner in the minors in Springfield. And, um, you know, he went back to the 46 points that Jared Bedner had the first year in the National Hockey League as coaching the Colorado Avalanche and how they had that conversation. They talked back and forth. And now 
Um, Brad's going through it as a head coach after Jared Bednar wins the Stanley Cup last year, so they're having new conversations, right? But that's what happens. I mean, you, you have to be able to, the big thing that Bender talked about is you have to grow from it. San Jose Sharks and David Quinn this year talking about growing and making sure that you're you're trying to be consistent and, and trying to learn from um, what's going on and, and how to get better game in, game out. But overall, when you look at this game tonight, just focus on this. After coming off a big win against the Dallas Stars, the Sharks have to keep going on this they can't be one win one loss one win you got to start you got to start gaining some traction here well and that's what David Quinn talked about he, he talked about that after practice yesterday he said to us that uh, basically he believes that they can use that game against Dallas and really a little bit of residue from the game against New Jersey too where they played well and didn't get the win to build what he calls going on a run yeah. and you know what if they go on a run right now and they can do well on this road trip, even as challenging as it is, that could make things a, a little more interesting as we get toward the trade deadline, as we get toward, uh, you know, a lot of decisions that have to be made. We've already seen some decisions about to be made. And, you know, there was one trade that the, the Sharks made with the Detroit Red Wings. Jasper Weatherby goes over to the Red Wings organization. Coming back this way, Kyle Crisculo, who was a Calder Cup champion, by the way. And in his first game as a Barracuda last night, against Roy Sommer and the San Diego Gulls. He scored two goals and they won 6 nothing. So you never know. Sometimes jolts like that happen with different teams. And I think maybe that game against Dallas was the jolt maybe that the Sharks needed. Although if they don't win tonight, it's almost like that game yes. didn't exist. 100%. 100%. So you have, to, you have to, again, through consistency, work ethic, get off to a better start than they got off to against Dallas. Um, and then making sure that yeah, work ethic equals competitiveness. That's the key. I mean, every work ethic and working hard should, is a standard. That's that's it. But they, they, I really loved at the end of the game, and you and I talked about the end of the game, there about a minute 42 left when Dallas put the pressure on. Eric Carlson was as mean and as ferocious, as a competitive as I've seen him in the two years now I've been back with the team. He was not going to let the Sharks lose that game. And also, um, Mikey Asimont on that hack on, um, can't remember, on the point to get the puck out and then Logan getting it and bang. They were ferocious. They were determined. They were not going to lose that game. That competitiveness has to be in that game tonight. I was talking to Jacob Magnet about that yesterday, and uh, that'll be on the Teal Report a little later today. I said, you know, you realize that the two longest shifts you had were your last two shifts of the game at the end of the game. They were a minute and a half each. Yeah. And he was like, geez, I didn't know that. And I said, did you also know? that Eric Carlson's last shift was two minutes and 16 yeah. seconds. And he said, I'm not surprised. Yeah, didn't come off. But he it, said, I tried to get off. He's I, I struggled to get off yeah. and I realized he couldn't get off. And I said, oh my God, how was he going to do it? Yeah. And I said, I should have known better. He's good. He did just fine. But yeah, it did absolutely great. You know, because the puck was in the Sharks end for, for most of that. But it was the way that Eric was playing away from the puck. And then he got the puck in the corner and ragged it and got it up to the point. I mean, that to me was leading your team, taking the team on your back and going, we're not losing this thing. We're going to win this game. It's not going to happen to us again. And they, they were able to do it. That kind of competitiveness is what you need to see tonight. Interesting note about Eric Carlson, which I'll share with you, Drew, and this is something that I'm sort of watching at the moment. He has had a streak of 10 consecutive road games in which he has recorded a point. The Sharks' all-time record is 14 straight games. 
and that is held by Brent Burns, as you would expect. It happened a few years ago. But the National Hockey League record for longest streak on the road by a defenseman happens to be 16 games oh. by Raymond Bork. Oh, really? Your thoughts on that? I mean, if EK65 can keep... I'm, I'm respecting the streak. I have no thoughts on that whatsoever. <laughs> well, well, think about it. If EK65 can, can keep going on this road trip like he's been going, he, he'll, be, he'll be right within striking distance okay. of that. What was the one the other day you threw out after, after the Dallas game, the four-point game? There was Bobby Orr. Oh, right. Bobby Orr, um, Ray Bort, and, and Paul, Paul Coffey. Paul Coffey. So and Dennis Potvin. Dennis Potvin. Bobby Orr, Paul Coffey, Dennis Potvin. 60 points in 46 games right. or less. Right. Well, Eric's having a historical year right now. And one thing we noticed again, like after the Toronto game, when Eric Carlson was waiting to go out to be a star with Logan and they were smiling and laughing on the bench, Eric's interview on TV after that game against Dallas. He looked like the coolest cat in the world. Without a doubt. And he, and he probably is. But how much fun that smile he had on his face. It's, you have to, you have to enjoy coming to the rink. As Igor Larionov once told me, you don't work hockey, you play hockey. You have to have fun coming to the rink. And Eric's having fun coming to the rink. Well, it's pretty cool. And by the way, that longest road point scoring streak, Bork 16 games, Coffee 15 games, and Burns the third longest at 14 straight road games, which he did with the Sharks back in the 2016-17 season. Now, we'll see what happens tonight. It's always been a weird game here in Columbus. It's always been a kind of a crazy. Last time we were here, Blue Jackets won 6-4. It was one of the nights when Brent Burns and Eric Carlson both scored goals, yeah. but where they were totally sloppy in the third period and the Blue Jackets ended up winning. They can't have a game like that, but I think it's going to be better. I think that the last game against Dallas is the start of something great. So we'll see what happens. Brett Hedick and I will be on the air at 3.30 Pacific time. The start of back-to-back -back games. Join us. That's it for the Morning Skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.